don't always have to do three, five, ten, twenty steps in your skincare routine for you to have nice skin. And it's also personal preference. Like how much time do you want to put into your skin? You know, like how much do you really care about how your skin looks or how well you age? Maybe you don't care if you have wrinkles when you're 45. Like maybe you're fine with that. Maybe you'd prefer that. Just my suit. Your suit? Who yeah. made your suit? You didn't make it. Um, I can't remember my tailor. Salma Hayek. Dang. What are these shoes though? Those are Crocs, right? Welcome to Real Ones. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And welcome. Today's episode is going to be a little bit chill because I feel like the last the last couple of episodes have been like pretty deep topics and it's good. It's exciting to talk about deep stuff, but it doesn't always have to be like that. So today I want to take it to a bit more of a chill level. So yeah, we are going to talk about skincare routines, specifically like arguably excessive skincare routines, like 20 step skincare routines. And we're going to discuss whether or not that is necessary and what is necessary when it comes to skincare. We're also going to talk about the 2023 Oscars, which happened recently. We'll go over some of the red carpet looks, maybe some of the best dressed, maybe some of the worst dressed. I don't know. I haven't really seen any of them yet. We're going to look at that together. Something I'm loving and some TikToks. So it's a very fun, lighthearted episode. Um, I'm excited for this one. I hope you are too. And let's just get right into it. So first on the list, skincare routines. 20 step skincare routines. Are they necessary? The reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I recently watched Niall Horan from One Direction. I hope that's how you say his name. I actually don't know, but he was recently on Vogue Beauty Secrets. I don't know if you guys know what that is or if you've watched it, but it's basically a series that they do on the Vogue channel where a celebrity or influencer or some sort of public figure, maybe a model, these people do, like they share their routines. So maybe it's their skincare routine, maybe it's their makeup routine, maybe it's their hair care routine. It's not as common, but they just share their beauty routines. And so Niall Horan from Vogue, I mean, <laughs> from One Direction was on Vogue's channel on this Vogue Beauty Secrets video, which is surprising because they don't have a lot of guys that do those, first of all. And also the title of this video is Niall Horan's 22 step skincare routine. It might be skin and hair care routine because he does do a little bit of hair care too. But I saw this and I'm like, huh? <laughs> That's more than some women have like more steps than some women have in their beauty routines so I watched it and it was actually really good I enjoyed it but there was a lot in there that I'm like how much of it is just unnecessary you know it's like maybe not a waste but it's like we don't need to do all these steps <laughs> I did enjoy watching him do that those videos are very satisfying to watch I don't know what it is it's just really enjoyable for some reason to watch somebody else do all these extra steps <laughs> all at once and he even said in the video, I'll put it on the screen for you guys while I'm talking in case you want to see. But he even said, like, if I had all the time in the world, this is what I would do. So I don't know if he necessarily does all these steps every day, but I was pretty surprised just how much he was doing. Like he was doing eye masks, um, exfoliating, toning, ice rolling, serums, cleansers, eye cream. Like He was doing a lot. And then he also did his hair. 
And I do feel like you kind of have to give him credit because skincare is not easy. Like it's fun. Maybe not for everybody, but like it is fun to put like extra work and time into your skin, like make it a whole ritual. He even like lit a candle at the beginning. He's like, I like to like set the mood. Um, so it can be like this whole ritual and like full on experience just doing your skincare, which is fun and that's cool, I think. But it's also not easy. Like there's so many products and so many tools and so many options and so many techniques out there. It's hard to even know what is going to work for you and what you're supposed to do, what's necessary, what's not necessary. Like how much money are you supposed to spend? Does it have to be expensive? Like, is it okay to use something that's $10 compared to 50? Like there's all these things to be considered. And granted, it probably is a lot easier when you're someone like Niall from One Direction who has probably slightly easier access to like higher-end products not that that's necessary but he also has access to all kinds of professionals that can give him advice and tips on what to use whereas not everybody has that some people do but not everybody so does anyone really need a 20-step skincare routine when is that necessary when is it extra what steps are necessary so i tried to kind of organize the types of skincare routines into three categories one is basic one is like intermediate and one is extra or like extreme so first of all basic skincare what is a basic skincare routine what are the actual necessary steps to a good healthy skincare routine because i do believe that skincare is important I do think it's good to have like a good routine. I think it's not bad to keep it simple. I think it might be good to keep it simple, but I think at least a little bit of skincare is a good idea in my opinion. And by the way, I'm not a professional. I, I actually don't know what I'm talking about. So just take this for what you will, but basic skincare based on the little bit of research that I did and what seems to be the general consensus online, at least basic skincare consists of cleanser, moisturizer, and SPF or sunscreen. So this is a simple three-step routine. You have the cleansing, which is important because that gets rid of like dirt and impurities and just anything that's sitting on top of your skin, which if it's not cleansed off, can soak into your skin and cause acne or breakouts or maybe a less than ideal appearance of the skin. It can look kind of dull if it's not being properly cleansed. So cleanser, I think, is a pretty basic step to a skincare routine. It's a, kind of the first step in any skincare routine. So cleansing, moisturizer, which is essentially to rehydrate your skin and lock in moisture after you just potentially stripped it from cleansing the dirt and impurities away from your skin. So moisturizer is good because it repairs the moisture or replenishes the moisture and helps repair your skin's like natural moisture barrier. So moisturizer makes sense too. And I think that also is a good basic step to having a skincare routine after cleansing. And then SPF or sunscreen, I think what most people say is to use minimum SPF 30. And I have to be honest here, I don't use that. I use sunscreen every day, but I use like SPF 15, which is probably not good for me. I should probably bump that up. But Sunscreen is important because there are UV rays out to get us all the time. <laughs> Even if the sun is not necessarily shining or beating down right on your face, every day there are UV 
race that it is important to protect your skin from. So that is why sunscreen is important. And it's extra important, by the way, if you are like actually spending time outdoors. I feel like if you're inside, it doesn't matter as much. That's like part of my thing too. I hardly go outside. Like, (laughs) let's be honest here. I am a homebody. I'm inside most of the time. And so I don't know if like this right now counts as UV, like light coming through the window. I don't know if that's bad. Again, I don't know really anything. I don't know what I'm talking about here, but I do know that sunscreen is important. So that would make the third step in a basic skincare routine. Next, let's talk about kind of an intermediate skincare routine. So something a little more than just those three steps. So let's say you want to have a skincare routine, but you want to do something a little more than just the basics, you know? So then in this case, you would still have a cleanser, of course. And then I think a toner could probably fit into like an intermediate skincare routine. And toners, I'm pretty sure toners just help... um seal or what am I trying to say they help like close your pores so they help kind of lock in moisture and like seal moisture into your skin I hope I'm right about that I don't know I use a toner I feel like I should know this but a toner to me is like it's like a little extra step in a good skincare routine not extra but it's like a little it's a little step between cleansing and moisturizing I also think that a serum could fit into an intermediate skincare routine and serums i feel like there's a very wide range of serums but often serums are hydrating as well i would say or they're very like nutrient focused so maybe like a vitamin c C serum or a hyaluronic acid serum which is also hydrating i'm sure there's all kinds of vitamin a vitamin b all kinds of vitamin serums but they're usually hydrating and then they also have some nutrients in them as well. Another step that could be added to an intermediate skincare routine is an exfoliator or a retinol. I'm putting a little slash between those because they kind of are the same. They're not the same, but they work together or like alternatively. Like when you're not using a retinol, then you're using an exfoliator and vice versa. So an exfoliator, I think professionals (laughs) say that you should use this at least once a week if you choose to use one. Exfoliators just help to more deeply cleanse your skin, I think. And they can also help with acne or breakouts or like dark spots. Like they can really help to just deeply cleanse and like pull things out of your skin. And retinol, what is retinol, you guys? (laughs) The sad thing is I use all of these things and I don't know what I'm even using. Okay, so retinol also helps to unclog pores and it also exfoliates your skin and increases collagen production which can help reduce the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles giving your skin a fresher more plump experience appearance that is from google so i think that's why retinol and exfoliating are kind of they kind of are the same category but you don't use them together because they do sort of the same thing in slightly different ways i guess and then lastly in an intermediate skincare routine, you'd probably follow up with a moisturizer of some sort. Usually with retinols and stuff, you use those at night, so you could follow it up with just a very hydrating night cream. That's probably what I would consider to be an intermediate skincare routine. So that's like three to six steps, maybe more than three, but it's like 
six steps and then an extreme skincare routine i feel like extreme is not like a fair word to say but i don't know what else to call it because it is kind of extreme right so extreme 20 step skincare routine let's just say six to 20 (laughs) and up i guess this is where i would think you would have all of the same things that are in the basic and intermediate skincare routines cleansers moisturizers toners serums um retinol exfoliators sunscreen and then also eye cream i feel like eye cream could potentially go to the intermediate skincare routine but i also think that eye cream is not super necessary like a lot of the time i've just heard so many dermatologists say that eye cream often has the same ingredients as your moisturizer does so it's not super necessary it's kind of like an extra step which is why i put it in this like extra extreme skincare routine so eye cream eye masks like you know little eye patches hydrating under the eyes usually you would use those before an eye cream if you are going to use them but that i mean i mean who has time for an eye mask right that's it that has to be like a once in a while thing or at least it would be for me it does make sense to me to use those like on an airplane or in the car maybe like if you're on a long drive and you just want to have hydrated eyes when you arrive wherever you're going i could see why someone would want to do that but just as like an everyday normal skincare routine like it's an extra step for sure steamers this is something that niall used in his skincare routine and i actually gotta be honest i kind of want to invest in a steamer after watching niall's routine (laughs) because he used it for two things he used it as a warm steamer first can't remember where in his routine maybe after cleansing to open up his pores and then once he put like toner and once his skin was clean then he used the cool steam to like lock everything in and close the pores i think that's pretty smart i kind of want to invest in one of these but i also don't know if i can commit to like having to use a steamer every day or even if i only do it a couple days a week that's a commitment for sure so i think that has to go into the extreme skincare routine but i do like the idea of a steamer uh ice rolling Ice rolling is another one that could potentially fit into the intermediate category, but to me, rolling ice on your face is just such an unnecessary step. I'm sure it has great benefits, but it's just not necessary, right? I think the idea with ice rolling is that it like reduces puffiness, um, maybe gives your face a more plump, like youthful look. Again, I don't know for sure the answer to that, but that's kind of what makes sense to me. So again, I can see why somebody would want to do that, but it is an extra step that you don't necessarily need to do. And lastly, I think recovery treatments fall under the extreme category, although that's also not really fair to say, but you know, I think it is fair to say because recovery treatments to me are things like light therapy like sometimes you see people with like these literal like hockey masks on their face with like red light because that's supposed to i don't know what that's supposed to do but that's supposed to be good for your skin in some way um or like laser treatments some people get laser treatments Uh, maybe that's considered the same thing but light therapy laser treatments and i guess we could even consider something like a facial which i don't think is necessarily something that everybody needs to do like that's definitely an extra step in my opinion or like chemical peels or anything that is supposed to like resurface something that your skin produces naturally 
you know? So to me, those are all extra treatments as well. Things that I understand the need for, or like why people want to do that, but they're not necessary. So that is the extreme skincare routine, kind of like those six to 10 to 15 to 20 step skincare routines where you're almost doing all the steps that you can to care for your skin, which I'm not judging, by the way. I can definitely see why people want to do that and can get so like into that. I just don't think that it's for everybody. And I guess what we should talk about next is what if you don't want to do any skincare? Like what if you just don't do anything to your skin? You use no products, nothing at all. Maybe you don't even use water sometimes. Nothing. Is that bad? Are there benefits to that? Like what's that about? Let's talk about it. I think the biggest thing from what I understand, my uneducated opinion um, of what happens when you use nothing on your skin, I think that it can go two ways. One is that you might suffer from acne or blemishes or dull looking skin, or you might just have like clogged pores and your skin just might not look that good because you're not really attending to it or tending to it, you know? And you also might see more signs of aging sooner than if you were to follow a routine where you actually have steps that you follow daily and weekly and yada yada. But on the other hand, I think that there could potentially be benefits of this because if you're not doing anything to your skin ever, your skin could potentially do better without you like messing with it than if you were to, let's say, use the wrong products for your skin type. That can make you have really bad skin, even though you're putting the work in to have a proper skincare routine and like take care of your skin. If you're not using the right products, that can actually make your skin look worse. So then you'd be better off just doing nothing. And this will depend on the person, by the way. But I do think there is sometimes an element of just being natural, just less is more. You don't always have to do three, five, 10, 20 steps in your skincare routine for you to have nice skin. Maybe two, three products is perfect for you. Maybe five, six products is perfect for you. I think it's very much a person to person thing. And it's also personal preference. Like how much time do you want to put into your skin? You know, like how much do you really care about how your skin looks or how well you age? Maybe you don't care if you have wrinkles when you're 45. Like maybe you're fine with that. Maybe you'd prefer that than looking younger for longer. It's all very personal in my opinion. I think that there's definitely a level of learning that it takes and like trial and error to figure out what actually works for you, what does your skin actually need, what is going to help you, and what is going to potentially be worse for your skin than if you don't use that product or tool or technique. Again, skincare is not easy. It takes time. You have to learn what works for you. Um, And speaking of being natural and less is more, I also want to talk about Korean skincare, which I don't know a lot about, but I think that's sort of the idea with Korean skincare. A lot of those products are very natural and they don't have a lot of processed ingredients. You know, like it's very natural, very from the earth or from like animals. And Korean skincare is known to be like the best skincare. And often people who use Korean skincare products have really nice skin because they just have the formula down. I don't know what it is. I don't know that much about Korean skincare. I really don't. But I do think that it's interesting that a lot of Korean skincare is 
very natural and very like simply formulated. It's not full of like harsh ingredients or unnecessary chemicals and additives. Like I think sometimes less really can be more. And so if you are someone who wants to have a 20 step skincare routine, that is totally fine. Like feel free, do as you wish. (laughs) I just think that it's not necessarily for everybody. And even though some people might benefit from having that 20 step skincare routine because it just makes them feel really good and they enjoy like thoroughly taking care of their skin and preventing aging and wrinkles and just doing all these steps. But for someone else, it might be better to actually keep it simple and only do those six really important steps that for them give them good results. So just, I think it's a very personal thing, especially when you're seeing like big celebrities do these like big fancy routines. I think it kind of can make you feel like, hmm, I wonder if I should add that to my routine or like, oh, I don't use a toner. Like, do I need to use a toner? I don't use retinol. Like, am I going to get wrinkles? Am I going to get look old too soon? Like it starts to make you like, oh, I guess I need to look into that or like maybe I, that's what I'm missing. So yeah, everybody's different. Um, one thing that works for one person might not work for the next person. So it's very personal. But um, yeah, you definitely don't need to have a 27 skincare routine if you don't want to. Now we're going to pivot a little bit. We're going to do some segments. Well, first, before we get to the segments, the first thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was the um, 2023 Oscars, which happened recently. And the first thing I wanted to show you guys was this awkward interview between Ashley Graham and Hugh Grant. So she was doing interviews on the red carpet, I believe, or somewhere before the Oscars. And she got to interview Hugh Grant. And it was pretty awkward um, so I'm gonna play for you guys Hugh Grant you are a veteran of the Oscars and you've been here a few times yeah. what's your favorite thing about coming to the Oscars um, well uh, <laughs> it's fascinating it's a uh, it's a uh, the, the whole of humanity is here it's uh, <laughs> it's Vanity Fair oh it's all about Vanity yeah. Fair yes that's where we let loose and have a little bit of fun um, what are you most excited to see tonight? To see? Yeah, well, I know that you probably watched a few of the movies. Are you excited to see anybody win? Do you have your hopes up for anyone? Um, not, not, no, no one in particular. Okay, well, what are you wearing tonight then? Uh, just my suit. Your suit? Who yeah. made your suit? You didn't make it. Um, I can't remember, my tailor. That's okay. Yeah. Ta- shout out to the tailor. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what does it feel like to be in Glass Onion? It was such an amazing film. I really loved it. I love a thriller. How fun is it to shoot something like that? Well, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. Yeah, but yeah. still, you showed up and you had fun, right? Uh, almost. Okay, all yeah. right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. It was nice to talk to you. Yeah. All right, back to you guys. <laughs> wow. Super awkward, right? I don't know why he was giving such short answers. Like maybe she wasn't asking the most interesting questions, I guess. But like also it's tough. I mean, what do you ask, right? She also (laughs) shifted the conversation so many times. I feel like she gave him so many chances to be like, okay, like let's talk about this then. And he just had nothing. It's so awkward. And I can't get over her smile at the end. She's like, help me please. Like Back to you guys. What is happening? I actually feel like that happens a lot in award shows like that because, I mean, everyone's nervous. Like Everyone's a little nervous, right? That person interviewing them doesn't want to like ask the wrong thing or mess up 
because they know they're being watched and they're the ones that, that are like kind of running the conversation. Like they have to keep it going, keep it interesting. And the other person doesn't want to like also say the wrong thing or make themselves look weird or look bad or say anything awkward about anyone. Like there's so many layers and I feel like it happens a lot where there's just a really awkward interaction. So I just thought that was interesting. I wanted to share it with you guys in case you didn't see that. Now let's look at some of the red carpet looks. I actually didn't look at any of these. I saw like a few sneak peeks of a few, but I wanted to save this so that we can look at them together because that is always something that I enjoy looking at everyone's outfits and how they did their hair, their makeup, like the whole thing. So let's do it. I have an article from Vanity Fair right here. Oscars 2023 red carpet, all the fashion outfits and looks. Okay. First and foremost, Rihanna. Stunning. Of course. Rocking the baby bump. I mean, I think she looks great. She's wearing, is she wearing leather? That's a bold move for a pregnant woman. Must be uncomfortable, but she looks good. I like the hair. The hair's very cute. She always has great hair. You notice that? Bold red lip. Eyeliner. I like it. I like this a lot, actually. It's very, like, elegant but edgy, which I think is kind of her entire vibe, so it's perfect. Jessica Chastain. She looks gorgeous. Very sparkly. Bedazzled. Love the hair. Very, like, old Hollywood very pretty again a red lip classic can't go wrong angela Bassett. is it bad that i don't know who this is i'm gonna be outing myself here i'm just really bad with names like if i knew what she was in no that's not a good excuse i just don't know who this is i really like the dress really pretty oh i like the necklace too it's cool very unique nice blown out kind of 80s style hair natural looking makeup nice Michelle Yo, I also don't know who this is, but I think she won a big award. First thing I'm noticing is her watch. What is that watch? That is a very unique looking watch. And she also has a massive ring on her finger. Can you see that? Oof. I don't know if I love the dress, but I mean, nothing bad to say. She looks good. Lady Gaga. I saw something interesting. This is how she looked on the red carpet, but well, there actually isn't a red carpet. I'm just realizing. <laughs> okay um but yeah this is how she dressed for the red carpet and then later she performed and like didn't wear any makeup i think i have a yeah i have a screenshot here so she didn't wear any makeup which is kind of crazy because that means she took all of her makeup off after the red carpet black t-shirt i don't know what kind of pants but very casual i like it it's a bold move i feel like though if i were to do this i would just go the whole time without makeup like why bother doing the makeup if you're gonna take it off you know it's kind of a cool dress on the red carpet too i feel like i haven't really seen anything like this looks like she belongs in a castle or something but like it's also kind of i don't want to say gothy but like you know <laughs> very bold makeup too dang yeah Lady Gaga. jamie lee curtis i think she also won an award this night i like the sparkle lots of sparkles it's nice and i mean she's not a spring chicken but i think she still looks great she looks happy too i like her hair it's nicely styled it can be hard to style pixie cut but it looks really really good very nice okay we should go a little bit faster there's 81 photos here austin butler no idea who you are sorry but it's a nice tux looks good sharp hong chow Ugh, i don't know if i'm pronouncing these names right 
not my favorite choice for a dress, but um, I mean, it's okay. What's behind her though? Like, what is this? Makes her look like a peacock or like a porcupine or something with those spikes or feathers behind her, whatever those are. Not my favorite one for sure. I do like the sleek hair though. That looks really good. Classic. Again, humongous ring on her finger. Elizabeth Olsen, again, went for a sleek hairdo. I like it. Red lip. Really nice makeup. It's like natural, but it's still a little bit of bold with the lip. Looks really good. I like her earrings too. The dress is meh. It's alright. Florence Pugh. This is kind of a wild outfit choice, but I actually like it. It looks like she's wearing a bed sheet, sort of. Or like a duvet, you know? It's kind of cool. She's wearing like a jumpsuit under there too. It's a very interesting choice, but I like it. And the hair goes with it perfectly. It's like retro, but edgy. I like this one. Very nice. Allison Williams. No idea. Not a fan of this one, to be honest. Doesn't do it for me. You guys should comment down below, though. What do you think of these? Because I'm, I mean, it's boring if I'm the only one talking about this. But I'm the only one here, so you guys have to comment. <laughs> Hallie Bailey. She looks cute. I like this. I feel like this is very age-appropriate, because she's not that old. I think she's pretty young. She looks cute. She looks like a pretty princess. Nice jewelry, nice makeup. Her hair looks really cool. I don't know how they did that, but that is... Super cool. I like it. Paul Mescal. Don't know who that is. Interesting choice. I'm not sure about the wide leg pants, but I like the white top. It's a cool choice. Don't know who this is either. Not a fan of this one. I, I don't know what's happening there. But see, it's not that different from the other one where she looks like she's wearing a sheet. This one just doesn't hit the same. I don't know what it is. Michael B. Jordan. Looks good. Sharp. Nice tucks. I don't know what those pins are on it. I feel like, I mean, there's only so much guys can do, right? They're kind of more limited. Monica Barbero. I like this one. I don't know if I'd ever wear that, but it is a cool design because it almost looks like she's wearing like two dresses, like one that's like a subtle, like flowy gown. And then that other piece, it's like adding, it's almost like adding another dress. I like it. It's cool. Interest Elba. Sharp. Kate Blanchett. I like this. It's classy. Brendan Fraser pretty straightforward just another tux like see what i mean that looks the same as like three of the guys already michelle williams i don't know about this not for me holly berry wow she went pretty bold here a little revealing a lot of leg a lot of upper leg upper thigh really like the shoes gorgeous they look pretty tight looks like her toes are struggling but probably worth it those are really nice shoes and i like the dress i just feel like she She's got to be uncomfortable. I don't know. If, I don't know. I mean, she looks great. I can't lie. The hair is not really hitting. Maybe it's just a bad photo, like a bad timed photo. It's just this one pretty big piece that's covering her entire eye. So that doesn't look great. And it looks kind of like frizzy. It's not the best, but I like the outfit. Ashley Graham. Oh yeah, we saw her already. It's a very interesting outfit, but I like it. Oh, and the hair. I didn't even notice the hair. Very cool some braids going on it's very like tlc vibes i like it cara delavine i like this a lot this is probably one of my favorite ones this is very classy very chic i love the big bow on the side and all just matching like all red and then pretty bold makeup it all just goes together really well i like that a lot lenny kravitz interesting choice with the uh deep v-neck but i feel like that's kind of his style too i don't really know i just feel like that that makes sense like it's not surprising Dwayne Johnson he went with a champagne colored jacket for some reason I don't really like how like 
silky that looks. It looks kind of awkwardly fitting, but maybe that's just me. Maybe that's how it's supposed to be. I do like the color though. It's a bold choice. Miles Teller, simple tux. Nice. Don't really like this one either. It looks like an adult tutu, but like stretched out, and then it's just not very flattering. <laughs> The hair is pretty nice. It's kind of kind of simple, but I get it. You can't do too much with the hair with a dress like that. Andrew Garfield. Literally 8 out of 10 of these guys look this exact same. I mean, what are they supposed to do though, right? Vanessa Hudgens. Ooh, I like this. Very cool dress. Simple jewelry, simple hair, sleek. I like it. Really nice dress. I would definitely wear that. It's nice. I don't know who this is. Ariana De Bows. really cool dress really cool emily blunt it's nice another guy that looks the exact same i'm gonna try to skip some of these get to the good ones you guys because this is too much whoa look at this hair wait who's this danae guerrera i don't know who these people are that is some intense hair though look at that wow quest love that's kind of whatever what are these shoes though oh those are crocs right they're actually like designer crocs okay never mind kind of cool zoe Saldana. interesting choice she kind of looks like a like what are those called like a handmade that's not the right word not really a fan of this one the tailoring is just off or something i don't know that one's just not it's not doing it for me kate hudson Ooh, this she looks like a mermaid i like that i like sequin stuff because it makes any like then you can go with a simple silhouette somewhat simple design and then the sequins just make it look Ten times better. Samuel Jackson with the silver. Nice. That's a no for me. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. Dang. That's a big dress. Interesting. Don't necessarily like this one. I don't know what it is. She's not really doing it for me. I feel like it's just covering everything. It's not like flattering really. I don't know. I can't really see what's going on with her hair either. So that's kind of disappointing. Evil Angoria. This is just not flattering. Like what is going on with these tailoring drops it's not it like i don't even mind the dress it just doesn't look like it fits her at all really sing interesting this is actually kind of cool she looks like a, she looks like a soldier ready to fight or something who's this janet yang it's kind of cool i kind of dig this actually and the hair's cool too it's not perfect it's a bit more big and like voluminous than i would like but winnie harlow personally I think she always looks good she's stunning i like the color of the dress i'm not sure if i like the design though not my favorite i like the jewelry though and the makeup thames wow she looks stunning i love this gorgeous looks like she just like rolled out of bed like this with the sheet <laughs> but it looks perfect i love it it, it looks like the like under like the ruching part of a wedding dress but like that's the whole dress i just realized that if you're just listening to this, this is like the most boring segment ever i've got to be more descriptive too um janelle monet she's wearing a, an orange skirt with a black top i like this it's a pretty revealing risky top strapless cropped i like this though it looks good i like the orange it looks really good on her skin tone salma hayek Dang, she looks great. She's wearing a very well-fitted, well-tailored red sparkly dress. It looks great on her. Her hair looks great. It's like beach waved. Perfect makeup. I mean, she looks great. 
gold accessory also love that that's one of my favorites this is not it for me i don't know who this is but she's wearing like a full white gown with lace she's also very pale and i feel like this dress is not very flattering for her that one is gonna be a no for me elizabeth banks this is kind of a cool dress black and white like an asymmetrical type thing off the shoulder a lot of ruching it's nice this is the last one on the list Topeka Patacone. she looks great i feel like everybody's hair is like not really satisfying me i don't know there's been some really nice ones but a lot of these are just like messy updos like i don't know like for something like the oscars you'd want your hair to be a bit more flashy right a bit more i don't know a bit more than a messy updo but her dress is stunning it's like a what is this called mermaid style gown it's all black very classy she has uh gloves on black gloves with silver jewelry it's really pretty well that's the end of the list that was a lot more boring than i thought it was going to be and if you're just listening to this i am so sorry hopefully you guys still enjoyed that anyway let's move on to the next segment which is something i'm loving and that is definitely blunt cuts blunt bobs i have been thoroughly enjoying blunt cuts and i am trying to resist the urge to cut my hair and do a blunt cut so bad I actually really regret cutting bangs. Well, not really regret, but I do regret cutting bangs because now I'm seeing all these beautiful blunt cuts and I'm like, man, if I didn't have bangs, I would just do it. Like I would just chop it off to my collarbone. But because I have bangs, it's not the same if I cut the rest of my hair blunt, but I still have bangs. Anyway, um, <laughs> I've been very much enjoying blunt cuts lately. I have a few pictures of laura jade stone if you follow her on instagram she has gorgeous hair and she's kind of like known for this classic blunt cut i love it i feel like i always think of her when i think of a blunt cut and like i envision her it's stunning i also have some that i saved on pinterest i just love it i mean a blunt cut just looks i feel like a blunt cut looks good on everybody there's just different lengths that look better on like different face shapes and whatnot but a blunt cut is like universally flattering and it just looks like it's such a boss move to have a blunt cut but yeah that is definitely something i have been loving lately and i feel like blunt cuts are all the rage right now like so many people every time i go on tiktok another person on my for you page or that i'm following has a blunt cut and i'm like dang it gotta resist the urge i was gonna do some tiktoks i think i'm gonna save those for next time to not bore you to death um but yeah then we'll have some exciting tiktoks to watch for next time so i think that's where we will wrap up today's episode i feel like we talked about a lot we talked about skincare for a while we talked about the oscars which was a lot more boring than i <laughs> wanted it to be hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode if you want you can follow the podcast at real ones podcast on instagram and if you're watching this on youtube you can subscribe to the channel youtube.com slash at real once podcast and if you're just listening to this on spotify or on a different platform feel free to give the podcast a rating and let us know what you think of the podcast so far um you can also dm me on instagram if you want to chat about anything we talked about in this episode or any other episode or if you have an idea of something i should talk about in a future episode let me know my DMs are open. Um, you can follow me at on Instagram and TikTok at Style by Ariel. But yeah, I think that is 
it you guys thank you so much for watching and listening and hanging out with me and i hope that you're also arriving the time change i feel like time change is always hard for me but because we lost an hour of sleep but anyway yeah that's it guys <laughs> thanks for watching and listening see you in the next one